Hey guys, I'm Dr. Seelan Parekh, a fantasy doctor with thefantasydoctors.com, joined by my co-fantasy doctor, Dr. Jesse Morris from Florida. What's going on, Jesse? Uh, I'm super excited. Let's rock and roll. Football's palpable. I can taste it. Man, I, I don't know about up down in down Florida, but here in Durham, you can start feeling the coolness in the air. The morning is crisp, and I love that feeling for football. This is one of my favorite times of the year, and uh, baseball is winding down, but my Yankees hopefully will give your socks a run. <laughs> and football starting off. Uh, yeah, no, don't show it to me, man. Don't show it to me. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, no, it's definitely cooler here, but it went from 95 to 85. So it's still beautiful. (laughs) I don't even know if that's noticeable at that point. No, it's not. Let's talk about tight ends because uh, there's a few that that, uh, are are relevant for this week. You know, uh, Evan Ingram for the Giants uh, cleared the concussion protocol, will play in week one. Are you concerned about how close he is to his last concussion, but more importantly, to being cleared? Um, yes, I'm very concerned about him. He will play. I'll, I, we'll start off with that. Uh, a, a couple levels of concern for Ingram in particular. One is that he's definitely at at least six-fold uh, increased risk for another concussion, especially in the next 90 days, which is almost the whole season if you think about it. Um, then he's going to have significantly decreased number of targets because OBJ is healthy. Uh, 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 Barkley's there. Uh, Shepard's there. So uh, Gallman will eventually be out of the backfield uh, kind of catching passes. So he's not going to have the same expectations as he did last year when he was basically the only guy left. So uh, because of that, I want nothing to do with him, and I'm concerned that he'll have another concussion before week six. Yeah. So our durability on him is caution, 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 red flag based on our fantasy dose analytics. So uh, we are not expecting much production out of him. In fact, almost a 60% chance that he gives you less than five points. You know what? Stay away, right? From an injury perspective, from a performance perspective, stay away. Delaney Walker, good to go with week one. It's still unclear what he had going on with that toe. Maybe a turf toe variant. We know that that can actually be problematic. But I'll tell you that we actually, uh, our research unit has been looking at uh, these, these turf toes and, and the guys who come back. They actually do pretty well coming back uh, hmm. without any lingering issue as long as there was no instability. And the fact that he's coming back so soon after the injury suggests no instability. So yeah. I'm actually okay with Delaney Walker week one. How about you? I'm actually quite high on Walker. Uh, the Titans are facing the Dolphins, and I think that uh, – this actually is either going to be a shootout or a blowout. I haven't kind of decided yet. It's probably going to be more of a blowout um, in the form of the Titans taking over. Um, I think he's a very reliable kind of boring tight end, but points are points. I don't care. Um, and and I think his, this toe injury it seems to be doing quite well as long as he doesn't re-injure it. Rock and roll, he's definitely in my top five. He'll find my way in a couple DFS teams, and he's on several of my season-long teams as well. So he's the number two tight end for us on Fantasy Dose. He's a good from, uh, from a durability score, and he's got uh, about a 28% chance of hitting over 24 points for us based on wow. our analytics. So That's a lot of points. So. Right, be high on him. Um, George Kittle, there was concern that he may not be available for week one given his uh, acromioclavicular shoulder separation. Looks like he's good to go. What do you think? I like this kid. He's talented. He showed what he could do last year with Jimmy G. The problem is he's got a tough matchup. 
Um, I, I mean, I think he's, he's a good uh, kind of a, a sneaky DFS play if you have a, a, the salary for it. I think he's 3,300 on DraftKings. But um, I, I'm concerned about him just because we don't know how the, the offense is going to formulate with Garcon, with uh, Goodwin, with uh, now the new running back situation, with uh, Kittle there, with – Pettis there, so they have a lot of uh, weapons. We need to see how it plays out, and the Vikings defense is legit. So I think um, I'm a little down on Kittle this week, uh, but but if you have to play him, you have to play him in, in season long. Yeah, so you're not far from where our analysts are either. We're cautious on him from a durability perspective, although we're saying about a 35 percent chance of having 12 to five to 12 points. So you know, not a bad performance potentially for him. Um, Austin Serafin Jenkins dealing with a core muscle injury. It's unclear the severity of it. He did miss practice today. We know these core injuries can oftentimes end up with surgery, knocking you out for about six to eight weeks. Um, and I'm not saying we're there yet, but I do think that the fact that he did miss practice today raises the concern. Um, mm-hmm. Your concern level. I liked him in this matchup versus the Giants. The problem is this creeps up and I'm increasingly concerned a, because we don't know what's going on with their wide receiver situation with Cole, with Westbrook, with Moncrief, uh, with Chuck, uh, Chark, I believe is how it's pronounced. Um, uh, we know Fournette's going to be running the ball a ton, but I liked Safarian Jenkins this week, but I, I just can't trust him anymore because of this. I'm concerned he may this miss this week or be very ineffective this week. Yeah, I think you got to pay attention to the uh, the rest of this week's reports and participation because I think if he continues to sit out, then obviously, if even if he's out, not out for the game, he's not very effective. If he does practice tomorrow, Friday, suddenly maybe he he's more effective. Uh, we're neutral on him from a durability perspective, estimating about eleven points, but that's is anticipating he practices this week, the rest of the week, and does play. And finally, Antonio Gates, blast from the past. Antonio Gates, 38 years old, trying to make a year run, um, almost taking a page out of Adrian Peterson's book. Yep. Uh, may play some reps this week, but may not play a lot due to conditioning concerns at 38. And unfortunately, I am above 38, so I know conditioning <laughs> is a problem, and you lose it fast, and you don't regain it quickly. Yep. So I, I really like Antonio in general. I, I get the impression he's a fantastic guy. He's a Hall of Famer whenever he hangs him up, but apparently it's not yet. Um, he's a, a very TD-dependent guy. He's not going to stretch the field much anymore, but he's another red zone threat for um, this potentially potent Chargers team, whether or not he plays much this week. Uh, yeah, I mean, they have uh, Gordon and Eckler. They have uh, Allen and, and both Williams. Um, so, I mean, they have so many different options. Uh, I wouldn't really touch him this week. He's a, a sleeper, and there's tight ends so deep this year. I, I don't know. I, I don't get overly excited about him, but it's good for him. Good for him that he's back. I, I think if you're going to try to play um, at this age, I think that joining a team that's very deep, that doesn't need you to do a heck of a lot, um, yeah. this is a perfect team to be on. And so I do think – that uh, you, you pay attention to him and see what he can do. The one thing I would do want to talk about is Jordan Reed has struggled to finish 16 games and in, in, throughout his whole career is not on an injury report to start off. Amazing. And he's actually, by fantasy dose, our number one tight end. Go Uh-oh. figure. 
Number Whoa. one, we will see. We will see. You know, you get some sleepers. So um, we know he's talented. We, there's no question about the talent. He just he can't stay healthy. Yeah. So, I feel like in the next month he'll be on the injury report. I don't know why. I can't tell you what it's going to be for, but I know he'll be on there in some capacity. He'll be on there and it'll nag him for the entire season. I'll tell you that. Exactly. Yep. All right. You know, this is our wrap up for the tight ends for week one. Stay tuned for next week where we're going to touch upon all the major injuries that are of concern for week two. I'm Dr. Celan Parekh, the fantasy doctor with Dr. Jesse Morris, my co-host, if you like the video, give us a thumbs up, subscribe to it, hit the little bell so that you, you're notified when we launch new podcasts on YouTube or videos in general because Jesse and I are constantly updating uh, injuries throughout the week, not only in the NFL, but all major sports. And if you're following us on any of the podcast platforms, give us a review so that not only you, but others can follow uh, the content of real physicians talking about real sports. Until next week, I'm Dr. Perez. Take care, guys. We'll see you. Good luck.